Sam Sheen Podcast. That intro is ridiculous. I don't know why I thought that was cool when I made that. Um, welcome to my first podcast. Um, I don't really know what I'm doing. I just kind of wanted to make one. Um, so I'm here with my uh, co-host for the first edition, my best friend Devin. What's up? Yep. We're here, uh, we're here sitting in my... Uh, my living room, and we're getting ready to do a podcast. Now, the reason I wanted to do a uh, podcast is because on my blog I've been writing a lot of stuff, and um, I kind of got tired of writing, as, you know, all Americans do. We'd rather talk than write. That's why letters suck. That's what I heard anyway. But, um, and I wanted to, you know, make a few points about, uh, you know, the World Cup coming up especially, and, uh, you know, just kind of talk that through. But uh, first, I think uh, Devin and I are going to, we're going to talk Lost. Um, everyone loves their Lost. Every, everyone does love Lost, and we want to, uh, you know, just sort of get into something. If you if you don't love Lost, um, well, you're in luck because it's off the air, but no, because you, you suck. Yeah, or, or or because you suck. There's there's one of two options here. So, Devin, were you totally were you expecting um, Snape to kill Dumbledore in the? Um, in the final episode, I don't think anyone really saw that coming. I think we're talking about the wrong thing here. No, no, no. I, I, I read Lost the books. I know exactly what happens. Um, they have a at the end of uh, season five, the critically acclaimed season five. Uh, they have a funeral for uh, for Dumbledore, and um, wasn't that season six? Season no, there are only six seasons. Because at the end, at the end of se- season six is when you find out Harry and everyone is dead, and the whole wizard Harry? world is purgatory. Yes. I think you're talking about Harry Potter. No, because they're, they're living in purgatory. I was listening to uh, some of the other podcasts talking about how they've all been living in purgatory the whole while, and I didn't really realize that the wizarding world was purgatory. Well, I've got two time. things wrong here. I've got two things wrong here. One, you're talking about Harry Potter instead of Lost. That's, that's, that's just not late. true. Okay, let's... That when Harry and the other survivors crashed on the island... Jack. Um, Harry. Um, they could hardly, you know, they were all messed up. They didn't know who was under the Imperious Curse and who wasn't. Um, you had the Manticore running wild through the through the island. What did, what did they call it? Smoke Manticore? Smoke Monster? Smoke... Smoke Monster. Uh, whatever. You're nitpicking here. Anyway, I guess my point is was there was a lot of uh, talk about you know, what, what the ending really meant. Um, you know, if it was if, what, what it was really about. There was talks about faith and, you know, if it was actually interchange, you know, it was interchangeable within people's faiths what you thought when you, you know, watched that last episode. And I personally, I took away from it that you should never really go a whole day with without masturbating because you don't know which day is going to be your last. Okay. I can, I can see, I can see you taking it that way. You know, I, I, I had, well, it was especially scary for me because, you know, I wake up in the morning a lot of times and I realize, you know, I haven't, I haven't touched myself once that day. And, you know, like, what if, what if I had never told, you know, myself again that I loved it? What if that was the last time I saw myself? Well, you know, I feel like, I feel like they're really about living in every morning and the relationships you develop with yourself. And, you know, they were talking about how important you know, the relationship you form with yourself is and how, just how important, you know, 
when Harry first crashed on the island, you know, he didn't really know himself or any of the other himselves that were on the island, but then they just sort of, you know, got past it. I thought it was a little weird, though, that they had that uh, Hobbit crossover. Hobbit crossover? Yeah, with the, um, with the, uh, the, the punk rocker who is in, uh, part of that witch band, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Drive Shaft. Yeah. No, no, what am I thinking of? Um, it's Drive Shaft. Drive, Drive Shaft? I don't know, anyway, I'm pretty sure he played Frodo in, uh, Lord of the Rings, and that just kind of took me out of it. Really? I, I think that was, um, pretty poor casting. Now, um, something else that, you know, people are talking about, how they allude to a lot of, uh, you know, philosophers and famous writers and people, you know, with, who just had a lot of important things to do with, um, with teachings in the show, and I think, I think the most important one was, uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson, the character of Ralph Waldo Emerson, who when he crashes on the island, he, he, he didn't have use of his arms beforehand, and he kind of lived a, a sort of half-life because he couldn't masturbate either. You know? The Ralph Waldo Emerson character? Uh, they just call him Emerson. I think if you cut away all of... Let's say you've got a steak here yeah. with a lot of fat on it. It's a good steak. We've got a lot of gross fat on it. Okay. If you cut away the fat, which is all the stuff that you've got wrong, and then you look at just the steak, I think you've actually got it. But you just have all the characters and situations and details wrong. Well, when J.K. John Locke without use of his legs. You're, you are clearly thinking of the Iron Man series with Peter Parker. Okay, you know, I, I don't think... I'm just going to let you go with this. Okay, well, remember, I, as you know, in the Iron Man series, um, his parents are killed by a mugger, and he um, he's a very rich young boy, and he uh, he swears to, um, you know, uh, avenge them, I guess. And with his butler, Alfred, they fly to Kryptonite and... Or Krypton? Kryptonite? I don't know. I'm not a big comic book guy. But anyway, you know, I, but that, I, I can see where you're getting confused when you get those that, that movie crossover you know, wrong. I think it's a Marvel and uh, DC crossover you've got going on with your latest explanation. Okay, any, any, you're splitting hairs here, and we need to stay on the, talk, on the uh, topic of, you know, spirituality and, you know, what they did. Now, Vincent, there's been a lot of issue with the dog they cast. Really? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, just like yellow Labrador retrievers, that's pretty unbelievable. Have you ever met anyone who, who owns a, a yellow lab? In fact, I have. Where were you at, at like a, a mansion or something? I don't, I don't know anyone who owns a yellow lab. And let, let me just say, you know, with Michael and Walt, I just, I don't think they could afford a yellow lab, to be honest. You look at, you get those flashbacks to Michael and he's, you know, he's driving around and, you know, he's, he's being ridiculous and I, I just, I don't think they could have afforded, uh, you know, a yellow lab. It, lab. Labrador Retrievers are actually the least common dog on the face of the planet. I read that. I, I think they are one of the most common pets as far as dogs go. And I, I, Well, I might have edited that on Wikipedia. I don't know. I mean, to each his own. And um, Michael might have been poor, but Walt's mom was pretty loaded. Okay. Well, you're again. You're you're just splitting hairs. Uh, well, what was what was, was uh, there's been a lot of talk about you know the questions they didn't answer. What did you think? What were some of the questions that you wanted answered that they didn't actually get to round to? Well, I don't know if they should have answered all the questions. Think about it this way: when you have a movie, and you know, 
it doesn't finish all the questions. Like, you look at, I, I don't know, like Star Wars, for example. They had all kinds of stuff, like how does the Force work? You know, you've got those little things there. Mitochondria. Well, I mean, it's very simple, the metachlorin count, the metachlorins. Right, but how do those do it? You don't know. That's kind of like Lost. They had answers where they kind of alluded to it, but they never really answered it. I mean, I, I don't really know. I mean, like, they sort of alluded to where babies come from when we took health together. And, like, we all know um, that babies are, you know, are obviously sort of, they moms poop them out. I paid a lot of attention in the classes, and I, you know, I, that was I, I what I get out of the... I think you paid a um, lot of attention to a lot of things. I, I did, no. I was... Well, I, that was something I was very interested in, because, you know, my parents would never would never tell me where babies come from. And it just makes sense now, because, you know, you look at the toilets they design nowadays, um, there's lots of, you know, cushioning for delivery. I just don't understand why they go to the hospital. So that's another one of the unanswered questions. I think it's a government thing, where they make the um, people go to the hospital. Yeah. Sometimes you make me think. And then I think, you know, why do people in other countries think Americans are so stupid? And I meet someone like you, and you realize the dizzying intellect and how they just couldn't... They just, they just don't understand. Yeah. Um, in all honesty. Um, so, uh, did, was there anything... Uh, but nothing really bothered you about... No, I feel when they ended it, they kind of made it Jack's story. And in the process of it being Jack's story, it took a lot of side branches to explore the other characters. But, I mean, it ended with Jack and it began with Jack. And obviously the other characters' stories keep going on, like Kate and Hurley and Lapidus and all of those guys. Their story keeps going on, but it just ends with Jack. So there are questions that are still unanswered that could be answered with them. They're not going to. They just kind of leave it up to your imagination to keep you thinking after the fact. Yeah. I, I, I guess I can see that. The irony of it being the end of Matthew Fox's acting career was particularly poignant with me. And why is it the trying... end of his acting career? Well, because he's a terrible actor. I don't think he's a terrible actor. I think he's had his times where maybe you say, eh, that was a bit much. The Jack faces. But, yeah, I mean, I no one loves Jack faces more than I do. Um, I, I thought he was a pretty good actor. Especially that last se- the last season. I think he really nailed it. The whole conversion from science to faith thing. Yeah, I I, I, I don't know. I guess I'm, I'm always just going to think of the over-the-top uh, campiness of... Jack, I guess what one of my things that I had an issue with that really knocked me out of it was a lot of it, you know, was there were unanswered questions, but I guess uh, that we, I mean, I guess we eventually found out that Christian was smoke monster, but then in a bunch of the season four scenes, we see Christian off the island, kind of, kind of haunting Jack. We see right before Michael blows up the well, freighter. That could have actually been Christian because if you look at Hurley, like, of course that was kind of Hurley's thing, but Hurley saw the ghost of like Charlie and then. So maybe that was actually Christian's uh, ghost, but you can also think of it as Jack was hopped up on drugs. No, I wouldn't it have been great if they actually just had a scene um, in that seat where Jack is just blowing a hobo for to try and get crack, and he's actually so gone that he must real he didn't even realize that the hobo wouldn't have any crack for him when he's blowing him. Uh, I don't know about there that. There could have been more hobo blow Jack blowing hobos. I think that would have you know really set Lost over the edge. I think it would have. You know, not I think in the way Q's, you're thinking, though. Oh, no, I think Q's and leading off. Those guys really pulled a lot of punches. Um, I think it was, you know, when they killed Saeed, 
with him carrying a bomb into a room and then it exploding, that was pretty, you know, normal. I mean, that's believable. There was no ala ala derpa derpa, like obviously there would have been. I, th I think you're going a bit far here. I, I just... Well, I mean, change didn't you know? I'm going to take reins here. Okay. Who thoroughly enjoyed Nikki and Paolo's story? What I mean, it? they were obviously the a characters we grew... three-year... Two or three-year... Two or three-episode three escapade with the lovable couple. I mean, I loved Nikki and Paolo just because, like, their character development was so great, and I'm kind of cracking up now because when I actually... I actually feel like Nikki and Paolo were more legitimate characters than, let's say, Dogen and the Temple Crew, who were forced upon us. It's they, I, Dogen and the Temple Crew, in my opinion, is like you know, Lost is like you know that gym teacher you love so much, and he's your coach, and you know the and you love and you go to the your gym teacher's house to go have like a snack and hang out with him, and all of a sudden you look down and you know his the gym teacher's wiener's out. And, you know, once he realizes his wiener's out, he puts it away. But you, you've still seen the wiener. And that was that was Dogen and the Temple Crew. Because <laughs> that was... What what was that? <laughs> that was like... That was like Hughes took the day off and his three-year-old son stepped in and wrote the episode. And then there's a temple and there's a Japanese guy and he plays baseball and his son died and he's really sad. But he has to be in the temple. But it's a smoke monster. He can't come in when Dog is in there. But then Saeed, like, I'm going to kill you. And then he kills the guy who has the glasses. And then smoke monster goes, And he kills everyone in the temple. I mean, I don't. It's quite the outburst you had there. I think you have some strong feelings, eh? Towards I mean, that, I uh, just, that, I, the temple was a bit much for me. Uh, personally. Um, I didn't think it added to it, though. I mean, the temple was there at season five. Yeah, I, well, kind of. Hi. I mean, I think that was more of a build-up. I mean, like they, they, they with all the hieroglyphics and the and the you know whatever where the smoke monster come from. I think you were, they, we were led to believe that this was that this was some sort of tie into the smoke monster. That there was some sort of Egyptian or some other mythology tied to you know the smoke monster, and then. There could have been. At the end, you know, it's just, they don't. As far as Jacob and... Did we ever get his name? I don't think we did. Jacob and, and Man in Black, or... Yeah, no. Flock. Fake Flock. Lock. Fake Lock. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm just gonna make up a name for him. Smokey? Uh, uh, well, I guess the one that I was going to go with was uh, William B. Harrison. Cause that makes perfect sense. I thought oh, I had William seen B. Harrison. It. I thought I had Mostly. seen it in a um, what's the thing that they call it? ABC release is kind of a short description of the episode. I thought they had seen the name in there, but I think that was the actor's name. So it wasn't actually, you know, a thing. Can we talk for a second about how uh, there was the Jacob, there was little baby Jacob running about through the woods, and how um, it turns out, you know, that that was. Jacob's ghost sort of operating after the fact but you know Jacob got kicked into the fire his ashes were on Ileana when she exploded but then when they get his ashes get put in the fire when the fire goes out he disappears I mean I feel like at that point his body's probably taken the beating it's going to take burning ashes is not you, you it's not really something you do the oxygen 
you know, you've added the oxygen. There it is. I think it was more symbolic. You know? Faith, not science. Come on. Didn't you learn anything from the series? I want to smack you so hard in the face right now. Um, okay, well, I guess what I'm saying is I'm going to continue to watch Glee. Uh, I, I, I loved Lost. It was a good go of it. Um, I personally thought it was, you know, it was a little imperfect, but you can't really expect it. I don't, I don't think I would be able to write anything better is the bottom line here. Um, I'm just going to continue to watch um, Glee episodes and get really excited when there's a Lady Gaga-themed episode. Oh, what, yeah. Like what, uh, last week. Well, yes. Uh, exactly like last week. It, it, it's actually funny that um, all the boys in the Glee Club that episode complain, except for the gay one, that about Lady Gaga, and they end up doing Kiss instead. Which is bullshit, because I think Lady Gaga is the voice of our generation. So, I mean, it, it, guys would be excited about doing Lady Gaga, too. Some. Some would. Well, you, you would. What? I don't understand what you mean by that. I don't know. The outfits are a bit out there. Yeah. I mean, but that's that's just where American culture is right now. I personally think that um, Gaga should just... <laughs> I'm not... <laughs> We're not going to worry about that. I just think God, that Lady Gaga, because she just expresses American culture so much... Um, I think she should design the U.S. soccer team's uniforms for, uh... Really? I for, think that uh, would be for the a, World Cup this year. A disaster. I think that would be awesome. Um, have you ever seen how, like, this... Just how synchronized and choreographed... Have you ever seen the Bad Romance music video? I have, and that's why I think it would be a disaster. Uh, that would be... They would be phenomenal. The choreograph, like... Just, they would all be thinking on the same terms, I guess is what I'm saying. It, you know, I think it's... She's about fierce, she's about, you know, passion, and just, you know, exercising that through what you do, and I think that that's what the U.S. soccer team is all about, which is kind of where I'm going to I'm gonna get to the heart of my post now, uh, this first podcast, and I wanted to talk a little bit about the, um, go off on a sports tangent real quick, about uh, the World Cup, and I know a lot of uh, a lot of people out there, when, you know, you think about soccer, you think you're like, oh, football, football, you you see football, the kicking. And, you know, it, it. I mean, we have our own football that, you know, uses... There's actually... The foot is involved with the ball probably uh, uh, once every, what would you say, 24, 25 plays that uh, there's a kickoff or a, um, some sort of... Uh, that's probably a little... That's a bit much. It's like 16. Probably once every... Averages out to like once every 16 plays that there's a, there's a, a punt or a, a field goal attempt or something. But... You know, a lot of there's there's two things that really piss me off about soccer. One is that when there's people are are just are genuinely proud. It's not it's not like they're giving soccer a chance. They just it, it, soccer's boring. I don't wanna I don't wanna watch soccer. I'm a baseball guy. I'm a I'm a. It's funny the NASCAR and baseball crowd are saying it's you know NASCAR. That's an exciting sport. That is that is that is the pinnacle of excitement. Those and that's why turns. people can't you know watch it because there's you know left what five hundred laps of left. Well, yes, but you, you don't understand that there is that in every lap there are four lefts on most tracks. Do you have any idea how many lefts that works? That's two thousand lefts. <laughs> anyway, um, the uh, I guess basically what I'm saying is that there's, they're very proud and they're not going to give you know soccer a chance, even though you know it's like this pride in America that we have so many other sports. And something that's... It's like we're proud of... That something that's so important to the rest of the world, we can't be bothered to give a shot. 
give it a shot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. And it turns out, you know, at the at the end of all of it, um, the, the well, the other half of the coin that I really hate about soccer is uh, the sports fans who are very uh, who are very condescending about their soccer taste. So I was like, I just was myself. The uh, the soccer fans are, are the hipsters of the uh, the sports world. Uh, I mean, when they when they find out that you know. When someone like me, a sports fan like me, who's very, you know, general and in the know, I, I drop a little bit of knowledge about, say, Arsenal or another team, they're as horrified as if, as you know, some of the indie hipster kids were when they found out that Bon Iver and St. Vincent were doing a collaboration for the uh, Twilight movie New Moon. <laughs> and they would have to buy the soundtrack if they wanted that song. Shame. Shame. Um... And you know, I mean, I think soccer is just something that it's the world over. It's you know, it's a very cheap sport, and there's a lot of third world countries. But the, the World Cup is the most you know important sporting event in the world. I mean, you look at it's literally nations against nations. There's underdogs. There's you know, there's heavy favorites, national favorites, dreams coming true. You know, every player on the field. This is it's their dream to be, you know, out there playing for the World Cup. And it's just every minute of every game is just played with such an intensity and such, you know, it's just ridiculous. And I think the U.S. really has a legitimate shot this year, too, to, like, advance out of the group stage, which is, you know, which is the first round of games. But that means if they were to advance out of the group stage, that would mean they were in the top half of the teams. Which, you know, when you think about the U.S. as a whole and all the money we offer to athletes in other sports like football, baseball... All our amounts. Yeah, yeah, we we offer them yeah a, a lot of money to go play these other sports, and there's there's really no incentive to, uh, you know, try out for soccer or do other things. So our athletes, the kids who can run the fastest, kick the hardest, jump the highest, you know, they're going to basketball or football or other things like that. So and we, meanwhile, in other countries, they're all they're all playing for soccer. They don't have these other sports. Um, that they're playing for, so it's really. I'm not. I'm not saying that our our uh, our American team, they're second-rate athletes. I mean, obviously, they're world-caliber athletes, also. But it's amazing when you think about you know what we do. It's you know how that, that we're able to pull off the wins that we've been able to. I don't know if everyone knew this, but um, Spain was a heavy favorite in... Um, there was sort of, We had sort of... Uh, last summer, actually, there was a international game. It was the um, last game of the We upset Spain, who... Uh, that game would have set the uh, the record for a national team most wins in a row. And we, uh, the United States, beat them as an underdog in a very important game. It was a semifinal. And, you know, but no one... It was, it was sort of hush-hush, you know? It... I'm pretty sure, you know, Sidney Crosby taking a dump behind a bar in Pittsburgh was a headline on SportsCenter ahead of that, and it's just kind of a shame, because these are, it's really a great sport to watch, and I just, I really, I want everyone to get out there and watch, you know, the World Cup, because it really is, it only comes around once every four years, you know, and it's, it's just something that's really amazing to see, you know, nations come together, and the U.S. really needs support, I mean, they're doing all these wonderful things, you know. They're really exceeding expectations every year, and I just feel like, as a nation, we're not giving them, we're not behind them to the degree that we need to be. And I'm hoping that everyone will watch them. I mean, we're in a we're in a kind of a tough group, you know. Um, mostly England. England will probably win our group, but you know that England America game is going to be it's going to be amazing, and I really want uh, everyone to get out there and watch. So, what what do you think, Devin? Are you? I mean, I watched it. 
the four years ago when it... It's, it's worth noting that Devin, Devin is not a sports guy, very much. Devin doesn't no, really not watch... Not so much. I, I don't mind playing the sports. I just... I. Yeah. I'd, I'd rather play them than watch them, which he well, he's not the guy who's watching Red Sox and Celtics games and throwing shit at the TV like me. No, no. I haven't gone through three TVs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I watch it. It's we didn't need to tell people that. I, I did. It's too late now. Okay. Um, anyway, I watched it. It, it. it was exciting. It was a lot of fun. I mean, even when I wasn't watching the U.S., you always kind of gravitate towards a favorite. I mean, you slur- I mean, everyone, as long as they remember their high school soccer and gym. You kind of remember the sport, but you also learn kind of the the, the details and the lesser-known things about the sports, kind of the tips and tricks when you're watching it, because these are the best players in the world. And it it is exciting, even for someone who generally doesn't watch sports, especially when your team's out there. Yeah. I mean, like, the team, the overwhelming team chemistry is just something you, like, you learn to see. These guys, they're not looking at each other, the passes, just the things they can do with the ball. It's just really cool to see someone, and I mean, it, this is the world over. I don't think there's anything the world over that is so... I think... I, I, I'm going to dare to say that pretty much everyone in the world has touched it. You know, like, uh, uh, 95% of the world's population has touched a soccer ball or something that is supposed to be a soccer ball. That's amazing. When you, like... I mean, that might be a bit of an overestimation, but at least 80. I would say at least 80% of everyone knows what soccer is, can touch a soccer ball. And what... what Like, what other activity is like that? Sleeping. It's sleeping, I guess. Sex. Maybe. 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 Petting a dog, maybe. Uh, eating. Eating, yes. E- eating. And even even Africans, like, really. Well, that was too far, buddy. Well, I'm just saying. Bait sand. Anyway, we, you know, you think about, you look at this stuff, and it's just amazing. And I really hope that if you ever, if there's ever been, like, a sport that you watched, that you'll get out there and, uh, and you know, watch this. Um... So I guess I'm I'm just gonna go right along. We only have a, a little bit of time left, uh, like four minutes. So I just want to uh, get on to uh, the dilfs because I was thinking about uh, you know. Well, I I just just something that was bothering me. It's a little bit of a, a shift jump, but you know, there's milfs. Do you think girls? Do you think they're ever you know asking about you know? Oh, dude, he's such a dilf. You think girls are ever saying that? You know, like you have the you have the more crude friends who say, "Oh, dude, she's a milf. Mom's hot, milf." Is, it, is there such a thing as a dilf? You know, the dad. Probably, I, I don't know if they refer to it as that, but I'm sure. I mean, well, I just I don't. See, I think I feel like there's a market. Like you see milf hunter shirts and mil- but you don't see dilf hunter. You know, women's crew cut T-shirts. How are how are how are sexy dads, sexy single dads, supposed to know? That they that they're dealing with a dilf hunter. I don't know. Well, I mean, I think I think you and I could really you know crack into the market here. I, I probably we probably shouldn't have put this on the podcast, um, considering you know the money that could be made. So I, I we're we're going to the patent office right now. I'm probably gonna get the patent locked up before we do this. So so don't bother trying to you know lock it down because Devin and I will have already done it all our dilf merchandise. So, uh, ladies, go ahead, uh, call me, um, those of you who have my number, and I do mean all of you, and we'll, uh, we'll get your DILF, your DILF merchandise straightened away. I think you all know, I think you all, I think everyone here has a DILF near and dear to their heart. I know I do. I'm pretty sure I don't, but, uh, I'll support Did I say DILF? fund anyway. I I meant MILF. You said DILF. You, You know I meant MILF. Not so sure about that. Okay. 
well. Anyway, gaga, ooh la la. All right, well, uh, I, that was the first podcast. I, there was barely any racism. Uh, there was there was a bit. There was a bit, but I mean, like, really, what are you what what are you gonna do about that? It's the twenty first century. Not, I know a lot of people. <sighs> a lot of people use the twenty first century as a crutch and an excuse to be politically correct. Yeah. So, but I guess that's the end of it. Okay. My dogs want to go out. Um, that's it for uh, me and Devin here on the uh, first podcast. So please, if you can, uh, watch the World Cup. And uh, all right, that is it. And we will see you on the next episode. Or hear you. Or hear you. Either way. Or hear us. Or you'll, yeah, they'll hear us. But we, we, won't, we won't hear them. Unless we do a live show. Yeah, it's kind of like, you Mom's know. not. Well, it's kind of like when a deaf person murders someone, but they're not looking at them. Like, we'll hear... I, I guess. I can't hear your screams. Okay, okay. <laughs> I can't hear your screams. Is, that, you is that what we will... Okay, well, I feel like that's a good offensive thing to end on. And, you know, we're about the half hour. So, okay, um, great to, uh, you know, get this first podcast out of the way. Hopefully there's some positive feedback. Um, when I say positive, I mean try not to call me a raging homo in the comments. I guess is, uh, is is what I'm aiming for here. Okay, so uh, all right, bye everyone. This is uh, Sam Sheehan and Devin, and we'll, uh, we'll talk to you guys later.